The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And this week, we have a kind of a different format episode for you. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of news to work with this week, so we decided to just do kind of a, a quick hits episode, if you could call it that, where we just yeah. talk about you know four or five different news stories, and yeah. And send you on about your week. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on quick, maybe. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we 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 expect it to be like a thirty to forty minute show. Yeah, it should. It, yeah, we we say that it should yeah. go quicker. I mean, I guess it depends quicker. on how how deep we go into everything. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess Carson uh, lead us off. Well, yeah. So there's been a lot of um, well, a lot of talk lately, and the talk has been about Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point. People are talking about Dragster. Crazy. No, uh, really? <laughs> no, right? So um, one thing is Top Thrill Dragster has had its cable, launch cable, on since they, you know, turned it off and had it, you know, closed down and everything. And this week, a few days ago, um, one of the one of our readers sent us a picture and the cable from Top Thrill Dragster is missing now. So, hmm. So I don't know for what you will. We don't know if it's a good sign or if it's a bad sign. Well, Carson, say the other thing and then I'll give. And then there's Thank also you. one other thing that just popped up today. The top throw dragster fuel car. Um, the like model dragster top, by the exit. Fuel dragster fuel car, which is like a mini um, a small dragster, dragster. <laughs> next to the exit of top throw dragster and the photo booth is now missing it is not there anymore and that just happened today well you know a couple weeks ago we talked about you know kind of where we thought what would happen if they reopened the ride and where they would move the line if the line was moved and my prediction was that where that car is would kind of be the new entrance so if that's true maybe they're refurbing it or they're just going to move it somewhere else and keep it at the new exit who knows yeah, I mean, all the signs are still up and everything. You can still go on the bleachers, like, so I well, don't know. I mean, Karsten, you and I were texting about this earlier, and that's exactly what I said to Karsten, Kyle, was I feel like this could very well be, on the surface, it's a, like, oh, crap, but I feel like this is just, okay, they're going to start doing some construction, and they don't want that thing to get damaged, or it's in the way, or whatever, so... Let's get it out of there. I think That's the we, first easy thing to move. I think we should also point out very quickly, just as a housekeeping thing, that we are not going in restricted areas to find this information. Nope. We are not using any insider information, and we encourage you all to not do that as well. Yeah, definitely stay Please. out of restricted areas. Stay out of areas where you're not supposed to be. And yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, part of me thinks that it's, it's coming back, but also part of me is like, uh, is it coming back? Because a nobody, lot of nobody knows at this point. Right. Yeah. And everybody's been like super, super hush hush about it. 
I'm thinking like what you what you just said, Evan. I think um construction's possibly gonna start because you know Cedar Point's gonna be starting to close during the week. During the week. So maybe they're gonna It'll start. be really interesting to see out that Friday that they're open in between haunt and this weekend. Was right. it the ninth? Yeah, the ninth. What changes happen between Labor Day and that day? And that's gonna be, I mean, maybe there's gonna be none. Maybe there, I have a feeling there's gonna be some something like yeah not only the dragster area but the boardwalk too i mean we know that when the park closes during the week that's when you really start seeing off right because they don't have to worry about guests walking on the midway and you know until like you know five days from from there well they have they have like four days to get heavy machinery in and out and do what needs to be done they don't have to worry but yeah maybe we'll start to see if 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 your theory comes true kyle you know we'll start to see possibly maybe some land clearing of behind where that dragster car, uh, fuel car was, you know? Yeah, like, and, and it's I mean, worth noting, Kyle, go ahead. I mean, I was just going to say, too, you know, if it does happen, that's work that they weren't necessarily planning on doing this off season, so it makes sense that they want to get a jump on it while the weather's still nice. Right, mm-hmm. right, for sure. Um, so, and know. it's worth noting um, that Blood on the Bayou is indeed not in its typical spot again this year. It's back in Forbidden Frontier. Right, you can as as if you when you read the description, right? Locations whereas, you can find out, right? Whereas Kyle said a couple of years ago, a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, that he thought the line could be back where Blood on the Bayou used to be. So this is kind of moving in that direction. I don't know what to think about the cable being gone. That could just be a refurb thing. Well, yeah, I don't, mean, don't those launch cables have to get replaced like two or three times a season? I thought so. And this, at least if not that, at least every season. Yeah, and once. this one has sat dormant since last year. There's no way it's still good anymore. I mean, regardless right, of if the ride it. if the ride stays or goes, the launch cable needs to be removed. Or who's to say that it's gonna stay hydraulic? Maybe it's gonna be, you know, launched. I I thought about that, but if they if they change it to LSMs Yeah. I, I don't mean, get the point of that. I don't think the launch that's had nothing to do with the X. It might just be a more so they so okay so they they decided to put all their chips in the in the front in the middle of the table and said hey we're gonna keep top fill dragster but let's make it a lot more reliable and that might be that might be the kicker right there to where it'll be more reliable yes. than hydraulic I don't know I just feel like that's gonna crank up the energy bill and I feel like you'd have to make the launch track a lot longer like you'd have to put LSMs halfway up the spike I mean it. I mean, it's probably doable, right? Probably. I I don't. I mean, this is just my personal opinion. Again, no insider information. But I think if it does reopen, I don't think they're going to switch the launch system. But, hey, what do I know? I'm, you know? I'm in Kyle's camp on that. I mean, I, I agree with you as well. I don't think. I just think it's just too much too involved unless they're going to be like, hey, t- drag. You have to replace all the track if you do that. Unless Unless they come back. And say maybe you know later on in the fall or the winter they're like, well, dragster's coming back, but in 2025 or 2023, oh or not 2023, sorry, like 2024. You have to, you know, you're gonna have to replace all the track because you can't just. I don't think you can just modify that track, and I don't think you can either, because that's got like a it's it's got a, a track for the the launch car. I mean, yeah. What does our uh, resident engineer have to say about that? Uh, that would be a rec- a complete rebuild on the launch track. 
it'd have to be. I feel like that probably maybe be more expensive to do that than to just get brand new track. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, okay. So the census, Kyle, we'll start with you. Is it staying or is it going? And then we'll revisit this when we finally know an answer. Okay. I think in like February, I think it is staying with its current launch system, just with a rerouted queue. Okay. Ditto. Same thing. Ditto. I think that the queue is going to possibly be on the midway and then maybe go around there or something. I don't know. I don't think the queue is going to stay exactly where it was going to go. And I but think, you think the, the ride's whole, staying. Yes, I do think the ride's staying. And I, I think that it's the whole station, everything's going to be reworked and you're going to get in on the opposite, like where kind of like where you don't don't load in. I think the it's going to be flipped. I think. See, now, now here's where I am scratching my head. If this accident happened three years ago before they dumped all that money into the launch system, I'd say they're getting rid of it. It'd be gone. But It would have been gone yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But at this point, they've put so much money into it. And it is still an anchor attraction. I mean, you ask people out for the front gate, you do a poll of 100 people, what ride are you most excited to ride? 70, was, 70 of them are going to say Top Thrill Dragster. Well, there was well, a, there was a poll on, on online that someone did and someone was like, hey, does it? I think it was like they, that UK site that that shared our news or our updates, and some I think they did a poll, and they were like eighty-five to ninety percent people said that they want to see Topo Dragster back. So yeah, well, and then here's the other thing too. You know, everybody at work knows I'm the, the dorky secret point guy, and of course, conversation does you know trickle down the dragster at some point. And I would say of the people in the room that would go to cedar point anyways you know that you know they're amusement park people they're roller coaster people probably i don't know 80 percent of them said i'm not going this year because dragster's not open i'm not buying a ticket so i mean that just shows how important dragster is to the general public yeah yeah so it will uh it'll definitely be interesting and we just have to you know watch the thing is though that 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 like kind of like catches me off guard is we've noticed this too, Evan, is we've noticed a lot more merchandise kind of showing up, not new, not new, but we've, we've noticed that, you know, there's, you know, you, you pointed out there's a topo dragster, an old topo dragster ornament. There's that also, just, I mean, it's not a new ornament, but that did just come out of nowhere. Right. And you know, there's, there's a lot more new shirts that are coming out and topo dragsters in the skyline. So why would you be selling brand new merchandise? Obviously it's not showcasing top. It makes Dragster. reference to dragster. Right. But like, why, like if you would, if you're going to get rid of it, wouldn't you want it, it to get rid of out of, out of your skyline? Like those brand new under armor shirts that I posted yeah. have yeah. all of, you can see top of dragsters Hill. So I don't well, know. In the beginning of the season, remember... in the beginning of the season, I think we saw like new merchandise from the GV. I, I don't know how to say their name. Um, but that that brand style and on the back they didn't list Top Thrill Dragster as one of the rides that you listed. But then also in the skyline it wasn't there. But now but it's starting to show for, up. But that made because those were shirts that were like 2022 specific. Well, you can't ride Dragster in 2022, so I listed. Right now the shirts that are just general to your point, if you remember in like 2020 and beginning and 2021, before Wicked Twister's announcement, Wicked Twister was gone from everything. Right. Right. Like there was no mention of Wicked Twister on the skyline of any of the new shirts. And then well, even those... in July, they were like, hey, we're going to Wicked Twister. 
even even those coaster dynamic the the skyline models we also we all knew we're like uh oh yeah the yellow spikes are not in it what's going on and that was like you know and they just came out with with i mean they came out with those skyline things new ones for this year yeah at some point in the last couple months and drag series in it i mean we're heavily reading the tea leaves here we're just trying yeah we're just trying to figure it out so i don't know i mean i i think it's gonna be back for its 20th it'll be 20 years you know next year which is kind of crazy um, it's going to be very it's gonna unceremonious. Be... It's going to be here's a press release saying that we're reopening Dragster, and here's what we did, and see you on opening day. I see. I don't know. That's where we differ. That's where I think it's going to be. There are there are going to announce and be like, "Hey, Dragster's returning. This is what we're going to do," and they're going to be like hyping and pumping it up. But I think I, don't know. I think if it mm-hmm. is coming back, and you know, is or if it is, because we don't know. Right. I think it's going to be a combination of those two. I think we're going to see a press release saying it's coming back like an unceremonious press release. And then maybe at winter chill out, we'll find out that information. And maybe mm. again, zero inside information, but maybe at winter chill out. They're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, we have a brand new dragster train to show off. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't think they're going to want it because of the reason behind all of this. I just don't think they're going to want to, make any positive mention of this just they they're just going to state the news and go out i agree with you in that aspect because of the situation behind it i don't think they're going to want to hey what's new and you know i don't know what i'm trying to say but yeah they they don't want to um shed make light yeah make light of a bad situation Right. But, they but don't, oh, we, this woman almost got really, really, or did get really, really badly hurt. Um, we're going to use it as a marketing play. Right. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that, you know, I think that it, I'm, I'm excited. If they make it. a big deal out of Dragster reopening, it comes off like they don't care about what happens to the woman. Right. That's the way I look at it. And that is not in the That's safety is our number one priority, that narrative that they've right. been. Yeah. No. Yeah, for but, sure. But, um, Moving into happier news, we got a new event announced today. I'm so today. excited about this. <laughs> um, s- say this one ten times fast. Happy Friars Fresh Cut Fries Fest. This is going to be awesome. I'm excited about this. This yeah. is this came out of the blue, by the way. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is a three-day event. September 9th, September 10th, and September I'm so 11th. Excited. I'm going to eat so many french fries next weekend. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of, uh, what is it, not carbs right or no that's not carbs is it starch i don't know i'm gonna potatoes are starch. starch yeah you're gonna see me in the, in the first aid though for so sure lots of lots of starch i'll uh i'll do a quick rundown real quick ding uh, <laughs> um they're offering multiple styles of french fries so the first one is bento fries fresh cut fries with surimi wasabi aioli yum yum sauce green onions and black sesame seeds oh, and Asian fries. that's that's specifically at the hot potato, which yes. is on under Raptor, under Raptor, yeah. yes. And, and then, then the other one being offered there, the other one being offered there is the French dip fries, fresh cut fries with Philly meat, caramelized onions, beef so au jus, mozzarella, and provolone shredded cheese, and something they're calling bistro sauce. I've had bistro sauce before. It's kind of like a horseradishy type sauce. Okay. At least the one I had, it could have been complete like screw up on the sauce, but yeah. it was definitely a horseradishy sauce. So yeah, those Very ones good. those ones are going to be offered at the hot potato French fry stand on the main midway near Raptor, mm-hmm. and then the other ones are going to be at the Happy Fryer near Gemini, 
And the first one is Bira Fries. Fresh cut fries with a shredded beef brisket. Chichalula cheese. I have I butchered that name so much. Um, <laughs> Chihuahua. Yeah. This is Chihuahua, buddy. Oh, is literally? it Chihuahua? Chihuahua. Yeah. I've okay. never I've never heard of Chihuahua cheese. I haven't either. I I my brain told me that's you've what that been word. to Barrio. Okay. See, okay. my brain told me that's what that word was, but I refused to believe it. <laughs> somebody's gonna listen. Want to say somebody's gonna listen to the podcast. But like, Evan's an idiot. It's not Chihuahua. <laughs> it, it literally, it literally is. I'm looking at it anyway. Yeah. Chihuahua cheese, bira oil, sliced red Fresno chilies, cilantro, and diced red onion. Also sounds fantastic. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, Thai fries, fresh cut fries with peanut sauce, crushed peanuts. Sliced red Fresno chilies, cilantro, and a lime wedge. Can I just say that these ones, those ones sound like I think might be my fave. They and all the, sound fantastic. And they do. The they do. Uh, the last one is the Mount Spudsmore, and this includes three pounds of fresh cut <laughs> fries served in three different flavors plus the original. The bottom of the pile is served with Cajun fries with cherry, pepper, and pineapple jam, and then garlic Parmesan fries with lemon aioli. And the top is dried mushroom and truffle fries with basil pesto. And then the mm-hmm. entire pile is topped with original fresh cut fries. That sounds... So, Kyle, are you flying up to help me and Carson eat that? Uh, I might have to. We're going to have to... Um, we're going to have to uh, use the uh, CP Rundown credit card on this one. <laughs> right. Yeah, so to that point, we don't have... I, I, this sounds like it should be a tasting card type event. There's no information on that. There's no information on pricing or anything, but we do know that this is what they're doing and it sounds absolutely great. Yeah. I mean, the event was also just announced today. I'm assuming as yeah. we get a little bit closer, we'll hear more about it. Um, mm-hmm. But really, it's. Or you'll just, walk in the park and see a sign that says, hey, buy a tasting card for this. I just, right. I, I think it's really cool that they're doing it that specific weekend because isn't that in between regular season and haunt? Yes. Which yep. is which is traditionally a very low attended weekend that now well, they're probably gonna get a lot of locals in wanting to try it. And these. this year they really expanded the hours for that weekend. Normally yeah, they're yeah. closed Friday. They're open from like one to ten on Saturday, eleven to eight on Sunday. This year it's eleven to ten, eleven to ten, and eleven to eight. Which is awesome. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm I'm excited about it. It'll, and maybe they're testing it out to see how well it does and then maybe they'll roll mm-hmm. out. Maybe this is or really maybe, cool because they're really playing run, on. Maybe they'll roll, maybe the best the be, maybe the one of the best selling flavors or something. Maybe they'll be like, hey, we'll be on the menu. Maybe you never know. I could also see them bringing this back every year and running it in conjunction with Cedar Point Nights because that takes place on the beach. And then this is like, hey, if you don't want to go out to the beach, we still have a food festival for you, and everybody loves mm. French fries. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, and and oh. everybody likes French fries. I feel like so. It, I think it's a win. Yeah. Also should be mentioned that the Mount Spudmore is only offered from noon to four while supplies last. Yeah, I, while supplies last. I mean, what is it? Three three pounds of food? Three. Three pounds yeah. of French fries. I mean, that's a lot of fries. <laughs> See, the You're only thing you're going to want to share. Yeah. You know. See, for me, I don't like mushrooms, so the Mount Spudmore is a complete turn off because I don't want that dry. Oh, I love mushrooms. Fries. Well, you could eat that portion. Then. I yeah. will have the garlic parm in the Cajun. Yeah, I, maybe maybe the thinking here is everybody will like a different flavor, and then you each get your own little portion of fries. The lemon aioli sounds so good. I don't, I'm so excited. Yeah. They all sound good, so I'm I'm definitely excited to. Yeah, spend I think baby. I get paid that Friday too. So I'm a little well, ups- perfect. I'm a little upset that they waited until I moved to Florida to announce this event, but uh, <laughs> you know, I guess I just have to live with my choices. They're like, yep. well, Kyle's moved to Florida. 
Let's do it up. Let's go. They're like, yeah. they're like, God, this will get him back. This is maybe this is um, Chef Major, you know, one mm. of his. Uh, Ooh, we we should thing. talk about that. We we didn't put that on our list, yeah, but that's definitely sidebar. related. Yeah, Chef Major's um, got a brand new job. And if you don't know who Chef Major is, he's been the executive chef at Kings Island and has done a fantastic job. Yes, if you um, like he is now the regional regional executive chef. Yes. I don't know which I don't know what parks are exactly considered in that region. Uh, they, Kings Island, they Cedar didn't Point. they didn't mention it, but they did say it was six parks that he now oversees. I would assume it's almost like what Jason. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. I bet whatever parks Jason McClure, the former general manager, is yeah. at. Is probably what I'm gonna he, say which was like Cedar Point. I think it Canada's Wonderland. I think Michigan's Adventure Island, was in there. Michigan's Valley Fair, maybe. I don't know. know what Dorney is. Yeah, I think. I think in I think it was all of those minus Carol. Valley Fair plus Carowinds. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Interesting. something like that. Because he, we can he, be wrong, but yeah, well, Carowinds is definitely <laughs> on the matter. list because he relocated to Charlotte. Well, I mean, for all the announcements for 2023, maybe he's doing you know California's you know Great America. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> new in 2024 brand new food new in 2025 yeah. but i'm excited because he's he is like like your food game like he is like a diamond in the rough like he, oh I, i'm so happy that he has been promoted because king's island and he's such a good guy king's island's food experience has just been topped and topped again since he has been in that position and at then king's island. Mm-hmm. we also heard that he had a little bit of you know uh you know helped cedar point a little bit with like farmhouse and yeah Things like that. So, I mean, it's going to be a win because I think the amusement parks, I don't know about Six Flags has gotten the memo, but like food, like you need to elevate your food and not just have fried chicken fingers and fries. And I mean, yeah, you're going to still sell that. But if you kind of upgrade it just a little bit more, you can well, charge more of a like a premium price. And people and will then, pay it. And people will pay it because. I mean, Farmhouse has chicken tenders and they're some of the best chicken tenders I've ever had. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I know you guys know, but I don't tend to eat at Cedar Fair Parks just because mm-hmm. I don't ever go for long enough, and the food is never that great that I'd rather just go somewhere local and, and support a local business. <laughs> I mean, but, but at like, King's I'm Island, sure, I always eat at King's Island. I'm sure he could elevate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, and uh, you know we were all three at Coaster Stock this year. Those two meals at Coaster Stock were some mm-hmm. of the best theme park mm-hmm. meals I've ever yes. had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. Everything's good. So that's a very that's a that's a big win. For Congratulations them to... to Chef James Major. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Exactly. Uh, quick quick plug right. for him on Twitter at Chef Major seventy two if you want to follow him. And he posts Definitely a bunch of photos follow. of like what's going on and behind the scenes photos. It's he's a he's a cool follow. He's yeah. an awesome guy. Check him out. So um, jumping kind of back into our scheduled you know what we plan to talk about we talked about how that week that they're doing the the french fry festival is is typically a dead week but it seems like the past you know couple days weeks at all of the parks that we've been going to have been pretty dead everywhere everywhere is dead this week yeah i mean i mean probably too late now if you're listening to the podcast but like these were a good couple weeks to go to parks yeah i mean even our orlando parks you know we we went today i went to universal this afternoon and then me, Dean, and Abby went to Epcot tonight. Uh, Soren, one of the most popular rides at Epcot, had a 10-minute wait. Wow. We walked right into the first pre-show of Guardians of the Galaxy, waited you know, 15 minutes for that. Um, 
you know, I was at Magic, or no, where was I at on Monday? Animal Kingdom. I was at Animal Kingdom on Monday. There was no lines there. So I don't know if this is just a kids are back in school thing or if this is kind of a new trend that we're seeing. I don't know. I kind of think I kind of think that uh, people like for Cedar Point wise, I think people are like, all right, they've they've got their use out of their past and stuff. And I think that they're really kind of gearing, gearing up and waiting for Haunt to start. And then that's when the flood is coming. And I think it's just going to be I mean, we've seen you know halloween horror nights down in in florida like Ooh. is selling out days like literally days and so it's it's becoming really popular and i think the same thing's going to happen with cedar point i think it's going to be insane i think yeah, this Island's isn't be insane as these, well these parks being dead this week isn't a issue of you know no theme park attendance it's just it, I think it's really just the way the calendar felt. And it's that, such it's such a weird time of the year too because kids are starting school, but like you said, Carson, people haven't, you know, started their fall vacations yet. So it's, I mean, if you're local to any parks, it's been a nice couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, Steel Vengeance was like a ten minute wait, almost a walk on. Pretty much like the ten minutes was because of the the um, detectors. Yeah, that was literally it. You All walk up the steps and get right on, like literally, and then. Same thing with like just walk on for Maverick or walk on for Millennium Force or maybe a five minute wait or you know yeah. so definitely I think the highest wait I saw all week looking at the queue times was like thirty for Maverick. Um, yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind here like two hours ago when we wrote it. Um, the only time we had to wait was for the two pre shows. Other than that, you walked right on. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I think there's definitely pent up demand for fall, and so we're definitely going to see it. So. Oh, yeah. I know you were talking about Horror Nights selling out, and we'll get into Horror Nights at the end of the show, but um, this Friday, or tomorrow, opening night, Friday, September 2nd, is officially sold out, and Sunday, September 3rd is officially sold out. Or no, Sunday's the 4th. Sunday, September 4th is sold out as well. That's... I'm sure Saturday is, too. Uh, oh, not yeah. yet. Not yet. Wow. That's surprising. That's interesting. People probably like, oh, it's a Saturday. I'm not going. Well, and right. a lot of the Horror Nights annual passes don't include Saturday, and that's a big ah. chunk. So they assume they could sell more tickets. Though. Yes. Right. Okay, yeah. that'll be that'll be very, very interesting. But yeah, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what part, if you're local to a park that's not Cedar Point, let us know how the crowds have been. Yeah, we'd love to know. Feel if they're open this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, just a side note really quick. Speaking of reaching out, um, we did launch our photo contest um, on oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, plug that. Yeah, so um, every every year, CP Rundown, us, <laughs> we do a calendar. And a really so nice calendar, too. Really high quality. We we try to get fan submissions, um, and we try to take the best ones that look the best, kind of. And we you know, display them in the calendar. So if you got some photos, feel free to hop on our Facebook page. Um, and see what the specifications are and send us, send us an email with some of the photos, you know, so no on-ride photography, no group photos, no, no, selfies. no um, backstage. Yeah. No, no backstage no area. Pretty much. We love our fans, but we don't need to see you in the picture. Right. Right. Cause I mean, you got to think that everybody's going to see that and we don't, you know, we want to display the coasters and the rides and, the haunts and things like that. We don't. Yeah, know. I'm sorry, but I just don't want to look at your kid for 30 days in a row. <laughs> um, I just don't. Carson, maybe it'll be February, so that would 28 days. Do you know off the top of your head when the last day to submit photos for this is? I don't. I don't. It's gonna uh, be a while. 
it'd probably be like a month. I mean, you yeah. got to, we can plug it probably by the end of the season. We'll yeah. say the end of the season. So if loosely. you're listening to this and you have a, a nice camera or a nice cell phone, go out and take some cool pictures. Maybe we'll put them in our calendar. Yeah. And you could take rides or take pictures on um, the giant wheel you or, can. you know, but not the sky ride, but not the sky ride. Yes. Nope. Giant wheel. Get some have, sunset pictures. We, we cannot got, we've got stress enough. That have been really good. So cannot stress enough. You have to follow all park policies and protocols for your photo to be considered. Again, like we like we ended the show last week. Don't be that guy or that gal. <laughs> Please. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> yeah. Or else Cedar Point might take your season pass away. Speaking of which. Oh, wow. That, that was, was a good segue. Wow. Jeez. There's the engine. Kyle, I'm coming for your job. There it is. I'm going to have to resign. Right? <laughs> that was totally not forced at all. Love it. Anyways. So, yeah, season passes. Not season much passes. to say. Um, prices are going up after Labor Day. You got four so. days, two hours, 31 minutes, and zero seconds until so, the prices go up. Supposedly. Although they're probably going to get extended. The sale is probably going to be extended, but maybe we don't know that. We don't know maybe for sure. Buy your pass. Just buy your pass. By the way. Okay. If or by you, the end of the day. If you buy your s- pass by September 5th. Yeah. If you want to save yourself a couple dollars, don't even chance it. Just buy your pass now. Well, the thing is, is yeah, the season passes will go up, but you never know when food and drink passes will go up, especially food because food, mm. you know, go kind of goes up kind of whenever. And so they can, they can tick that up whenever they want. So, but yeah, they've got all, you know, all these passes, they've got the gold pass, which is going to be $99. It does not have early entry or yeah, it does not have early entry um, for Cedar point next year. That's one of the things that they got rid of. I think it's going to be nice because I think platinum's kind of going to, you know, be more of, Hey, let's get the platinum pass because it's got more benefits. Well, that's a platinum perk too that kind of irked a lot of people when the gold pass because, you know, it used to be just platinum pass holders for that early ride time, and then they added the gold pass, and people didn't seem to like that move. So this seems to be more of a kind of good faith move of hey, we understand that you're buying a higher pass, so we want to deliver you higher experience. I mean, it's only a hundred dollar, you know, ninety nine dollars for that gold pass that gets you into Cedar Point and see, you know, Cedar. Cedar Point, or uh, Cedar, geez, Cedar, Cedar Point, Point Shores. Shore. I can't talk tonight, so sorry. Soak City. Long day. Yeah. Um, also, like, you know, if you want to visit, you know, Kings Island and other Cedar Fair parks, they've got the Platinum Pass, which is, you know, 250 It's kind of a big jump, but, I mean, it pays for all your parking. You know, it pays for, you know, the whole nine yards and stuff. So you've got it that. Pays or, it pays for itself. Or like, you've oh. also got, they finally added it to the website. You don't have to know the specific link from the web, from the email, but the prestige pass and the prestige pass plus pass. Wow. That's a tongue twister. Say that one but 10 times are, fast you know, too. Yeah. Those are um, that's just as bad as the pride. The prestige pass, you know, is just good for, you know, just for Cedar Point, but you get a lot more benefits. You get discounts and you get um the whole yards you can go on cedarpoint.com slash season passes and find more information out about the prestigious plus is 2.99 and the prestige i'm sorry the prestige pass is 2.99 the prestige pass plus that includes cedar point and all the other cedar fair parks is 3.99 so yeah i mean if you live in that kind of sweet spot where a lot of our listeners slash fans live where you're an hour to cedar point Three to Kings Island, five to Canada's Wonderland, you know, five or six to Dorney. Get the Platinum Pass. It's worth it. Yeah, either that or, like, I just 
upgraded to the you know the prestige pass plus pass and i was able to you know do the vip area and i got some free cookies and some chips and yeah so it was fun he got me a cookie too even though i'm not prestige now I, that, maybe i shouldn't have said yeah that. I, I think that might be against the rules guys we're gonna have to yeah. look into that Carson, your pass is going away i'm sorry it's been revoked. edit that out kyle yeah, no, right. It's, well, nah, it's you know. too. It's too late. Hey, Everything's staying. Hey, the the, the, oh, okay. the lady at the booth said it was okay. So. It's okay. Oh, okay. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're still giving out the same number of cookies. It's just not you eating it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, Fallout Park rules. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. As we're kind of winding down here towards the end of the show, because you know we did tell you'd be a shorter show. Um. One thing that we've always talked about on this show is fun days out near Sandusky that aren't necessarily Cedar point. And one of our favorites among the three of us is Waldemir. And they yes. just announced something new for next year. They sure did. Awesome. It is a brand new, I guess you could say water coaster. That, that's what yeah, they're that's the it, official water coaster. Term. It's a water coaster, but yeah, so it's called rocket block or I'm sorry. It's, they don't have a name for it. So it's rocket blast, but pretty much it's got a bunch of salsers that like, like turn you around um around the point of those stuff. is really tight turns that those the the, the um, inline inner tube could go high up the side of the wall yeah and it's it's fun it's supposedly like it's gonna be really really long um it's also it's gonna be three over, up their launches it's it's also gonna have three um rocket blasts um yeah. sections um it, yeah three banked of those saucer saucer turns and then oh, it's also awesome supposed big to, water coaster it's also supposed to be above an existing slide complex there. So that's going to be interesting how they do all that, but it's only like 90 miles or so from Cleveland. So, I mean, it's pretty close. Like it's a nice, it's actually a family owned park. Like if you want to see like a really old fashioned park, it's not super, super old fashioned, but it's really nice. You can go for a picnic. I mean, um, it's like $40 to get in there and next year you're going to be able to ride one of the best water attractions in the country. And one of the best wooden coasters in the country. Yeah, Ravine so, Fire too. Well, and great coaster. even if you don't want to spend that forty dollars to get in, they're pay per ride. Right, this is true. Yeah, you do so, have to buy like a combo pass to go with the water. Park, um, but. like friend of the show, Jared. When me and him went to Waldemere this year, we just you know paid per each individual ride that we did. Yes, and it's not it's not outrageously expensive. It's like four bucks to ride Ravine Fire. No, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I, I misspoke. We bought the nighttime pass because we showed up after six. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, like I said, it's an old-fashioned. And if you're in a coaster club, you can actually save a few bucks um, on the That's what uh, I did. On the tickets. So check them Look out. Into that. Uh, with American Coaster Enthusiasts, to plug them, I guess, you get the ride and slide combo pass for the price of just an all-day ride pass. Nice. It's like Very 10 cool. bucks. Hey, ten bucks is ten bucks, you know. Ten bucks that you could spend on food, like the table. Or lunch. you can buy a button pack at Cedar Point, or two button packs. Two of them, yeah. <laughs> I think one and a quarter, one and three quarters. I think there's. <laughs> you can have that in a little bit, some. So yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. about it. I love new water rides. I love water coasters and stuff. And obviously, we want Cedar Point to add water stuff. Or maybe this flume. is what this is what'll get Cedar Point to finally hop on the water coaster train. Or flume? Can we get a flume? Please, that's not Please? shoot the rabbits. A flume? Oh gosh, a flume would be nice. But other than that, then yeah. yeah. So, so go check out Waldemere next year. Yeah, they deserve it. They're awesome. I agree. So yeah. yeah. 
and then to kind of end the show here, um, me and Evan wanted to take you know a couple minutes to talk about what we've been up to lately. Obviously, Orlando for me, and then he visited the Columbus Zoo. Um, so I'll start. Um, tonight is like Christmas Eve for me. My favorite event ever is Halloween Horror Nights. Go ahead. I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, Carson, I'll see you down here in what two weeks, and we'll go. We'll go together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Carson's going down there on my birthday weekend. Yeah, um, but I'm going to celebrate your birthday really well. Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. Tomorrow is opening night. Um, all three of the residents of this apartment got their frequent fear plus passes, so we're ready to go. Nice. <laughs> um, the The main draw for Halloween Horror Nights is every year they have 10 new houses, 10 new haunted houses, and they're good. You know, it's not just like, you know. Wait, I don't want to cut you off, but they come up with two, 10 new houses every single year. Every year. Yep. A Horror Nights house will not be repeated. Ten new houses that every year. Awesome. It's as, 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 as sad, too, name. if you really like a house. They might have, like, the same name or something or whatever, or same IP, but it'll be, like, configured differently. Yeah, so obviously um, one of them this year is Halloween with Michael Myers. There's mm. a Halloween house at Universal almost every year, but it's always different. There's yep. a different story, different path, different That's props. so awesome. Yeah, yep. so they have... Um, 10 haunted houses, five scare zones and two shows and everything's different Jeez. every year. Yep. And they also do, um, I was going to say, they also do like IP houses, meaning they get like, for instance, if they had stranger things, they don't have it this year, but so I was going to say, haven't stranger they done stranger things? things? They did yeah, two, they, they did two stranger things houses in the past. From what I understand, the walking dead. Yeah. From what know? I understand, Netflix did not want to resign the deal to do it again this year. Netflix well, hopefully sucks. next year. Um, the IPs this year, Evan, are the weekend after hours nightmare. You know, I've the, heard about that. That's and the weekend is that's probably themed to a Super Bowl show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Halloween, which is the Michael Myers house, right? Um, let's see. Actually, that might be it. Besides the um, Universal um, Legends, the Universal Monsters Legends collide. But that's yeah, that, what, is, what would that be? Well, that's their own intellectual property right okay so like i've never i've never been to universal so I've so um, um a lot of the classic horror movies that you know like dracula wolfman the mummy oh okay those are okay. all universal movies okay then their monsters are in this house yes mm -hmm. okay um, cool so in addition to the ones i just mentioned there is um the horrors of blumhouse which blumhouse is a you know horror movie company i think that's ip as well Okay, I, I'm I'm confused because does Universal own Blumhouse? I thought they did, but maybe they don't. I yeah, I couldn't tell you for sure. Okay. Anyway, those are the IP houses, and then every year they usually do five and five, Evan, where it's five IP, five from Universal Creative. Um, this year it's six and four, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I um, I think someone dropped off, but I'm not exactly sure. Well, I um, for what it's worth, I just looked up um, Blumhouse. Um, they have produced Paranormal Activity, Insidious, The Purge, yes. Get Out, Us. Can I, I just say really Halloween. quick for like their houses, they're very, you feel like you're really in the movie or really in whatever, because you'll feel like if someone's getting like shot or stabbed or something, you'll get like spritzes of water, but like, it'll look like it's almost blood. That's like getting like spewed everywhere or like they really use their you'll smell abilities like abilities as a as a uh, hollywood 
production company. Yes, yeah, and you'll you'll smell like if someone's baking cookies or in your kitchen, you'll like kind of yep. smell those kinds of things. The That's purge cool. as well. Like there was like a there was a scene where like one of the actors was like shooting something, and all of a sudden you felt like pops of like pop pulsating air almost at you, and you almost feel like you almost were like almost getting shot. So it it's really really in depth. Yeah. So I'm not going to take up too much more time, but. Evan, I will read you the descriptions for the other houses, the um, Universal Creative ones. Mm -hmm. So first we have Spirits of the Coven. A coven of beautiful flapper witches will lure you into their 1920s speakeasy, reveal their haggish true form, and turn your scream squad into a witch's brew. They'll be cackling, you'll be screaming. (laughs) Okay. Um, Then we have Bugs Eaten Alive. While touring a 1950s home of the future... You'll be surrounded by the slime of bugs everywhere as hordes of many-legged terrors descend oh, upon no. you and your you and your screen. I don't squad. like that. You'll be dropping like flies. I'm excited. I, I, that I, that, that's that's going to be terrifying. Right, four more. Uh, Fiesta de Chupacabras. Visit a Latin American village where the legend of the creature Chupacabra is celebrated with a colorful fiesta, and the streets are lined with the crimson blood of tourists like you and your amigos. Okay, interesting. Next up is Hellblock Horror. Enter a prison whose savage inmates are monstrous creatures. If they break free from their cells, it's a death sentence for everyone. Uh, Spoiler alert, they're going to break free from their cells. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The one that I'm looking forward to the most, Dead Man's Pier Winter's Wake. In a New England fishing village, undead fishermen emerge from from the waves to seek their revenge. You and your scream squad may have escaped their hooks in the scare zone. Now they'll rear you in and drag you under. Um, hmm. Dead Man's Pier was, like we were talking about earlier, the name of a scare zone a couple years ago. So this is kind of a continuation of that story. Okay. And then the last the last one, Descendants of Destruction. Careful not to leave any of your scream squad behind as you descend the subway tunnels of a deserted New York. Lurking Ooh. in the dark are hungry mutants looking to feast on the last remnants of humanity. So just a normal day in New York. Pretty much. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really excited. We used to come down and we would do like four nights at Horror Nights, but now I live here so I can go for the whole event. I'm, I'm so pumped. That sounds awesome. That really sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm um, excited. Other than that, just a lot of Disney, a lot of Universal. Like I said, we went over to... Um, Epcot tonight. We've been going over every Thursday to do Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Why Thursday? Um, that seems to be the night that Abby and Dean have the least amount of schoolwork, like to bring home. Nice. You know, like grading papers, all that fun stuff. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And Guardians of the Galaxy has six ride sequences, uh, six different songs, six different, you know audio dialogues, show scenes, all that stuff. I got my sixth song tonight. I completed the the, the gauntlet. Woo! The tour. Yes, I completed the tour. I love it. And, and and everybody, I'm sure, wants to know, have you finally crossed over the 300 coaster mark? Yeah, I did before I moved down here. Well, we didn't we discuss that you... Oh, you, yeah, okay. So technically... <laughs> Yeah, the roller coaster database. You're like, oh well, then if that's not a coaster, then I'm 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 below 300 coasters. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you went to SeaWorld, right? Recently. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably like Mako or yeah, Icebreaker or something. All Hopefully. right. So that's it for me. You're up, Evan. 
So, um, I've been talking about this for probably a month. I don't know if I actually mentioned it on the podcast or, not, or just to you guys, but um, kind of a bucket list thing. Me and my girlfriend Maya went to the Columbus Zoo and Zumbezi Bay um, last weekend. And for those that don't know, they are a giant zoo, a giant water park, and a cute little amusement park that actually used to be a Six Flags park. It used to be on um, Wyandotte Lake, a Six Flags property. I had no um, idea. They have two mid-sized roller coasters, a spinning mouse made by Zamperla. Um, so a little preview of Cedar Points. And go. a wooden coaster, not diff- not much different than Woodstock Express at Kings Island. And so those crossing news to those two credits off, um, I have now ridden every major credit in Ohio. If you know, so if, basically yeah. anything that's not Woo! a cute coaster. I was gonna say, what about the IX indoor amusement park? Did you get those coasters? Mm-hmm. All right. Just and, it, and yep. Stricker's Grove, yes, sir. Okay. Wow, what a nerd. I was like eight when I went to Stricker's Grove. That's fun. um, yeah. So anything like above like Kitty Coaster level, I've written in Ohio. Well, so that's pretty cool. I'm gonna make sure I like I don't know chain you to like a door so that way you can never ride <laughs> Cedar, <laughs> Cedar Point's newest coaster. <laughs> You're never gonna get that Wild Mouse credit, right? Nope. nope, not gonna let you do it. I'm gonna be like, no, you're not. I'm gonna not. be watching them build it like twitching like. I need to write. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the amusement park was cute. I mean, it was those two coasters and a few like family flat rides. What they do? I think um, the zoo is. That's insane. a Jack Hanna zoo too. Like Jack yes. Hanna. You know, that was like his home base or whatever. Yeah. That zoo is absolutely insane. Um, and also within the zoo, they have a um water boat ride. That's like a slow, like think think of it as a log flume without any hills. Flume. Um, that goes through a bunch of animatronic dinosaurs basically dinosaurs alive on the water um we did not ride that but saw it and they also have a old carousel from like 1901 or 1911 or something um i'd have to read where it came from and all that but that's really cool and then they also have a giant awesome water park that we spent a few hours in there's a water coaster there's a funnel there's two toilet bowls there's a mat racing slide um sounds like fun uh like a boomer like a boomerang type slide i don't know they have like pretty much all like the big name water slides from pro slide because they opened in 2008 and that's when pro slide was getting big so they bought a lot of pro slide stuff um it's great water park and again very affordable we did a full day at this well we split our day between the zoo the amusement park and the water park we spent $40 and that got us admission to the water park and the zoo. And then it was $2 per ride on coaster. So oh, another, go. another $4 each for both. Yeah. Places. So $44 for a really, really awesome fun day. And it's only about two hours South of Cleveland. So okay. sounds, sounds fun. I haven't been there, so I'm going to have to get those credits and then yes. I'll probably be like right in your backyard of having all the, all, all of the major coasters in Ohio. So, have you been Strickers? Almost. I have been, but I haven't ridden the coasters. I said almost. Oh, you did that. You did the off-season yeah. tour thing, right? Yeah. I've had this conversation with you. <laughs> I think he's told it. I think he's told it on the show too. From when I went to yeah. Strickers earlier this summer. Probably. I've I've slept since then. You know. <laughs> well. All right. I'll get him sometime. Yep. All right. Well. Anybody have anything else to add? Uh, can I just say, go Ohio State. 
because it's a big game <laughs> this weekend. So, you know. <laughs> We're sports fans on the show, too. Huge sports fans. Also, go Cavs, Donovan Mitchell. My, uh, my, my alma mater is playing UCLA this coming week. They'll probably lose, but good luck to them. There you yes, go. There you go. Yeah, I'm excited for football because that's probably one of my bigger things. But, yeah, so football will be back and, you know, yeah, so – all right. Woo. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, you know, like we said, just kind of a quick hits episode. We hope next week we have more news and we can get back to a regular format. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. As always, we will keep you updated on Facebook. If you don't follow us there, go ahead and do that. Uh, like previous weeks, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're still working on iHeartRadio. Hope to have that soon. But yeah, thank you all for tuning in and we hope you have a great week. Be kind to your ride-ops, folks, and we will see you on the midway. Good night. Bye, guys.